This is a Big MX podcast, brought to you by X Brand Goggles, presented by Tech One Designs, 204 Skate Shop, West Side Honda, Capital Motorsports, Golden Tire, and Trans Canada Motorsports out of Brandon, Manitoba. Motocross news from around the world. We're not experts, but we've got microphones. Check us out on the web at BigMXRadio.com. I was like, Ma, you think I should hit it? He's like, no, if there's any question, do not hit it. That's a good mom. Welcome to the Big MX Podcast Show, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles, 204 Skate Shop, Tech One Designs, Capital Motorsports, Westside Honda, Golden Tire, TransCanada Motorsports, Roy Borton Suspension Systems, and Millennium Technologies. They're brand new on for this week. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With me on the line is uh, Freestyle Skier. And I know you guys are thinking, this is a motocross podcast, but this is one of my favorite freestyle skiers, Rory Bushfield, 2000 and, uh, 2002 Junior World Championship in the discipline of moguls. How's it going, Rory? Good. How are you guys doing? How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. I uh, just got out of a, a long day at work. The business clothes are off. The hat is flipped backwards, and I'm talking to uh, one of my idols in the ski industry uh, about motocross. I don't think uh, my Tuesday evening could get much better. <laughs> Stoked to be here, man, for sure. That's solid. Uh, first of all, um, what are you up to right now? Like, uh, like I understand. Like, I basically like this whole podcast got got sprung forward. By uh, me seeing a tweet that you had been riding with uh, with Trennan, um, what uh, like uh, what was going on during that tweet, and uh, how much you've been riding lately? Been riding a bunch lately, man. Out in Squamish, just north of Vancouver, there near Whistler, we're uh, we're in like our in between season, so we're still sledding and skiing a bunch, but the days are long, so we get out and get out and ski in the morning, and then you know you get back at six at night, and you still got three hours of light, so. We've been going motocross and then going ripping around. There's all kinds of trails. Yeah. And Squamish is filled with it. And we've been just discovering different tricks to get out to different outlets from the, riding right out of the house. Killing it. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Um, would you would you compare uh, riding trails like that and, and kind of exploring much very much similar to those who would do like backcountry skiing or backcountry motocross? Or backcountry snowboard? Sometimes it depends. It depends how we're riding, you know. Like I have done a lot of exploring on my bike. I found all kinds of stuff. But I mean, on my snowmobile, I'm exploring. I'm looking for stuff to ski, you know. And I'm not really on a, mm-hmm. on a dirt bike. You're just riding, which is which is yeah. almost better, man. You have less gear to carry, and you're just out. That's out true, route. man. I do do a lot of. I go jump off a lot of waterfalls, and so I go scout that on my dirt bike, and lots of times go to location on the dirt bike. That was one of the things I wanted to ask you, and I guess we'll jump into it right off the hop. Um, one of, like one of the things that's been involved in every single one of your edits uh, from from the ski industry, all the way from uh, the first time that you were in a Matchstick production yearbook, all the way to uh, your most recent one. Uh, you're you're jumping off of uh, whether it be bridges, uh, waterfalls, what have you, and uh, doing a few flips and spins before you hit the water. Um, what's up with that? Oh, it's just sort of a, a passion that I have, man. I love to jump off of bridges. I love to get them, get them under my belt. And lots of those, lots of those times, just down days, just on ski trips, you know, and we're out there and yep. 
pretty pretty bored out there, man. Started looking for bridges when the snow's not good and the weather's not good. And <laughs> I found a few. <laughs> so like in, it's not just not just bridges but you've uh like let's let's run down the list you've re- jumped off of uh, a few like um uh, some some big bridges uh as well as uh i i recently saw um some cruise ships or some some freightliner ships yep freightliners castles bridges i don't know cranes docks <laughs> boats, why not swings cliffs yeah, pretty much anything that you can get off over the water, you know. I'm always, I'm always looking for that, man. Always looking for a good spot. I'd, I'd like to do a thin ice jump. I haven't yet. Yeah. I had one, I had one fall through on me. It was perfect, man. The ice was like, you know, two centimeters thick, ready yeah. to go. But the tide actually was in the tidal water, and the tide dropped down. The morning that oh, okay. we had it all set up, it was, it was so awesome. It was only like eight feet deep. You know, probably 25 meters. Like, uh, thin ice. <laughs> I don't know. I Fair enough. Do well, actually, my my only experience with that was uh, late September uh, when we would go to Water Ramp, uh, go out at um, Grand Prairie, Alberta. There'd always be a thin layer of ice for the first jump of the day, so oh, yeah. we had to draw straws for who was gonna. Um, Who's gonna break that sucker? And uh, Matt Hayward usually uh, drew short one on that guy. So uh. <laughs> really, you guys, you guys would do thin ice jumps. Yeah, I didn't know that. Hayward's got some thin ice jumps. I guess I should call him. See what that's all about. Yeah, no, he's got a, he's got a couple of those. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting, especially because you go underwater for half a second and you pop back up, you pop right through everything and stuff like that. But yeah. um, let's get ramp. straight into the moto. Water is pretty crazy. I'd like to take a motorbike. I have an old YZ125. I'd like to take yeah. the water ramp. Send a big, <laughs> send a big old vacuum on there. No, no doubt. Yeah, like send it off the send it off the kicker though, not the just the floater. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, the triple, the big one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you'd be panic revs for days. You'd probably go over uh, it. You'd probably end up going over the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you, you'd go street bike Tommy style and end up uh, like half halfway down that ski run uh, would be no good. Um, yeah. But uh, no, you, you've been doing like you're you're gearing up to do some uh, some coaching at uh, in Whistler, are you not? Yeah, I'm gonna coach a little bit this summer, man. Up in momentum again. Be my fifteenth nice. summer in a row. So I figure if I don't coach, that's kind of a lose my streak. No kidding, you don't want to <laughs> you want to bust a streak like that. It's no. and those honestly those those camps are way too much fun. Like yeah. back in the day, you'd have had. Uh, um, uh, John McMurray, like rapping for you between sessions. You have basically the who's who uh, of, uh, of of freestyle guys. And the, one of the cool wrinkles about your involvement with that is that not only are you uh, you you dove with uh, literally you like to but you like to dive. You went both feet straight into um, freestyle, like your 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 uh, new school freestyle tricks. But uh, you're classically trained as a as a mogul skier, which um, definitely comes through in some of the ways that you stomp landings. You're very feet together, regardless of uh, how much you want to uh, boast the baggy pants and the wide stance. So you like you do both. Yeah, yeah, I grew up skiing moguls, man, for sure. And I thank, I'm so thankful for all those days training. I like saved my life a lot of times. 
quick feet. You got to be quick in the moguls, man. It's just, they're not easy. Skiing moguls is not easy. I got mad respect for old John Luke Broussard. John Luke, <laughs> and, yes. And Philadel, man. Those boys are killing it. That's a quick, quick story. Um, uh, Billado, like obviously coming from Manitoba, I skied uh, competitively. We went to junior nationals in 2007 and, uh, um, Alex wasn't there, but Michael was. And, uh, of course, since I crashed in my qualifying run for regular moguls, I drew his for, I drew a 40th pick for, um, for duels. And of course was going up against none other than, uh, Mr. Mikhail Kingsbury. And, uh, he, uh, he, I told him like, dude, you're going to smoke me on this. Like, I'm going to be going through the second section, just watching your top, your bottom air. And he's like, who knows, man, you, maybe you beat me. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Freestyle skiing is a, is a, is a pretty, pretty friendly environment. Uh, like it's competitive, but, uh, for the most part, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a brotherhood out there. Um, Yeah, it's good times out there, man. Good, good people. Mogul skiing. What, <laughs> it is fun. What, uh, what came first, skiing or uh, or your love for motorcycles? I was I skied since I was a little kid, but when I was about eleven, my dad, my mom and dad got me a motorcycle. Yeah, my mom likes. She has some credit there for sure. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure she convinced my dad. And their theory was that if I was mm-hmm. grew up and didn't know how to ride a bike, that. Uh, I just buy one or I don't know what their theory was. Anyway, I ended up with a bike when I was 11, which is pretty freaking awesome, man. An RT100. And I, nice. <laughs> I ripped it around and I hit some barbed wire. I hit a barbed wire fence one day. I clipped all four wires, diced myself up. My dad saw it from the car. I would crash that thing <laughs> constantly, man. <laughs> constantly, like, cracked a- my kneecap in half when I was a oh, kid no. out of sign. Like I would jump, I had some good jumps, but they're all over the road. You know, that's why I had a couple tickets going by the time I was like, <laughs> you know, 15 years old, just oh, biking around the farm. Yeah, we used to do, we used to put put uh, two liter containers of gas, me and my cousin, in our backpacks. Yep. By the time we were like 14, and ride mm-hmm. like to the south end. Of, you know, we we lived north of Calgary. We'd ride like around to the south end of Calgary, like. Go visit girls. <laughs> just on the dirt bikes. Up. Oh yeah, just pinning it down roads on our like our little dirt bikes, <laughs> sending it so far. Yeah, you guys were bad news bears. We had some good adventures back in the day, man. I'm so thankful for for bikes and yeah, basically just got good at riding that way, man. Like just pinning it around the prairies, and then when I moved to Squamish ten years ago, I had mm-hmm. that. I had my I had I ended up with a I rode a YZ125 back in the day and my dad had a kit that KX250 a 92 mm-hmm. and I would just rip that thing as much as I could but every time I'd like scratch a sticker you know he'd like want me to get a new sticker you know he was very oh for sure serious. so it's like that's why I still have it man because we kept it in such good shape. And no so, kidding. The, the, the old guys seem to, to take extra special oh care yeah. of their stuff. One day I hit a, I hit a <laughs> jumping over this car. It was a car jump, actually, when we were done. We, uh, we were done jumping the car over the other car. We went, I hit it a couple of times on my dirt bike. And it was kind of like an uphill landing. And I just, like, I landed this one time, and it, it just, like, something snapped. And all of a sudden, the fender's, like, on the back wheel. I rode it home like that to my dad. I was like, oh, dad, I don't know what I did. 
But uh, <laughs> I broke your bike you again. Blew <laughs> no, we, I snapped the frame, man. And we literally oh, wow. we took the whole thing apart and welded the frame back together, me and my dad. And still, like, no way. I had the hardest landing on it the other day, and I remembered that I'd broken the frame. I was like, mm-hmm. thing is so tough, man. It's an amazing bike. Oh, it's a bulletproof uh, two, 1992 yeah. Kawasaki KX250. Yeah, hard to mess up, man. I hasn't been inside a shop for probably eight years. It was just like, I just fill the gear oil with. 10w30 every time i go out and see runs man just just keeps ticking yeah uh so you're growing up as a, as a freestyle skier were you, did you ski for central uh no i skied for uh, i joined the sunshine team in alberta and then okay and then i from there i made the alberta team Okay. Oh yeah, Alberta team. That, 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 then, uh, as far as freestyle skiing goes in Canada, once you're on the Alberta team, that's kind of like uh, rolling with the big dogs. <laughs> For those who don't know, that's. I don't know if you could say that, but it was. It was a big step back then, man. Like made yeah. the Alberta oh, team, sure. and then I was on it for a year, two years, two years, and then I made the national team, and then I was on that one right for on. a year, and then I won junior worlds. And then uh, Junior World got to, I got to go on the, with all the World Cup guys to the World Cup tour, and that was my last year. Oh, right on. So, so w- would you have been competing against? I'm trying to think of some names at that yeah that young for Junior Worlds. Like, would Jeremy Bloom have been representing the states? Uh, Jeremy Bloom was a bit before my time. I think he was Junior right. World champ though. But yeah, a little yeah. bit before my time, he was. Uh, by the time I got on World Cup, he was. Was he? I think yeah. I think he did the World Cup. I think I competed against him in a couple World Cups. Yeah, because I know well. He did World Cup as well as playing football. Yeah. at uh, but he was at pretty youth, much uh, by the time I football. got on World Cup, he was pretty much full time football. Yeah, he like turned into skiing towel for the for the old NFL, <laughs> and who would blame him? You know, <laughs> what's Bloom no doing now, man? I wonder. Uh, Bloom, he had a he got. He didn't get drafted into the NFL, but uh, he did uh, sign a free agent contract. He hung around uh, a couple of different teams uh, with both KC, Dallas, and um, Miami for about two or three seasons. And last time I heard, he got he he got uh, released. So, um, not too sure what he's up to. Crazy. Might have to look him up. Yeah. But uh, uh, who did you look up to as you're growing up riding motocross? Like. Uh, um, Man, you, you, you kind of fall into the uh, the late late nineties uh, yeah, Seth Enslow era. Exactly. I just remember watching Krusty Demons of the Dirt right around yeah. the same time as I remember watching uh, State of Mind. I don't know if you remember that movie. That was a yep. big that was a big inspiration for me, Steve. But the same thing, Krusty Demons of the Dirt, just watching Seth Enslow with the Dune tire going mm-hmm. so big, man. That was a big inspiration for me, Monica. I was like, oh my, like, these boys, <laughs> really? <laughs> I remember showing my dad. <laughs> He's just like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. So he, <laughs> this is just, Those just da- damage, to, damage to great equipment. <laughs> no <laughs> like, kidding. I don't know, dad, it's pretty sweet. Your, your dad sounds like the judge from uh, Fresno Smooth. No, <laughs> he was pretty good. He built me some jumps in the field. But then there he let go. the cows into the field, and, and I don't know if you know anything about cows. But all they want to do is stand yeah. on top of hills. 
So they're yeah. like, they just destroyed my jumps. <laughs> oh, perfect. I would go back out there and then try to build this. Yeah. Yeah. Enough. Right on. So, uh, like, you've never entered yourself in a motocross race. I never have, man. I've I've gone to the track lots of times and messed mm-hmm. around, and then watching Trenton do this race was a bit inspiring. But I don't know, man. It was a, it was a two-hour enduro race down this like I, he went and took me on the trail the other day. And yeah. It's not KX two fifty <laughs> trail material, man. It's like oh, man. super slow. All the boys have like that anti-stall mechanism. And they're steering, yeah. they got the steering column stiffeners, and they got, like, all that shit is, like, I'm all over the place on my bike, man, and man, I'm st- I just stall. It's just not geared correctly for that, you know. I'm Fair enough. Painting it yeah, on the clutch. The, and, so I don't know if I'd enter he, a race Tren- with that. rides a four-stroke, does he not? What's that? Does Trenton ride a four-stroke or a two-stroke? He's on a KTM 525. Okay, yeah, that's a... That's a great bike for woods riding. It uh, is, man. He kills it. Endless, endless horsepower, all of super manageable, all yeah. nice and low. He's probably put a recluse clutch in there so it never never stalls on him. Yeah, he doesn't uh, actually have the recluse clutch, but he, all those, all those other nice. guys in those races. I, so we got passed by yeah. a guy the other day. I'm looking at his hand. He's like, not even clutching, man. He's like, in yeah. first gear, like, nah, stops. Steps off like, bah. I was like, really? It looks so fucking easy. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Um, so, like, do you do you follow the uh, uh, the the American series at all? Like the uh, a Supercross or motocross at all? A little. I don't follow it as much as I should, man. I love to watch it. If I catch yeah. one, I'm fired up and sitting there watching it. But I don't follow. It. I don't really follow anything, though, man. I'm pretty bad when it comes to that kind of stuff. I'm That's like, fair. You lead a pretty uh, exciting life, so I can imagine uh, not too much time for our uh, extracurriculars. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, just being on the Nitro Circus with those guys made me. had some huge heroes on there. There's Pastrana, man. Such a yeah, Andy Bell. Andy Bell, yeah. And, and guys like Adam Jones. Like, I did the, the mm-hmm. tour with that. It's just an incredible, incredible athletes, man. Pat, How did that uh, all come about? What's up? How did that all come about? Uh, I just got the invite to uh, to be a roller skier through Eric Rohner, basically, and Lindsay Pastrana. Okay. Yeah, their, yeah, yeah. They're friends, so I, uh, yeah, she invited me to, to roller ski on the Nitro Tour. I was like, hit the mega ramp. I'd never roller skied, not that anybody really has. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> but I was like, you know would... what, dude, whatever, it was like. That sounds pretty sweet. What did that feel like? Was that kind of like uh, water ramps-ish? Yeah, yeah, you know, it was weird, man. It was a super... No, it wasn't like water ramp. Because the takeoff... In the water ramp, you can go early and like kind of split yeah. the takeoff a little bit. And it's almost... That's what makes right. the water ramp weird compared mm-hmm. to snow. But on roller skis, you just like... You don't... Your, your traction is like... There's no slipping on the takeoff at all. So you have to be like... You gotta nail your takeoffs basically, and it's fast, way faster yeah. than like than a snow takeoff. You know, you come through it and it's like poof, you like, almost buckled and you're in the air, and it's a pretty okay. small jump, man. And they want, you know, they want a doubles. So <laughs> you're like, yeah, I saw like you did, uh, double backs. Around. Did you do double fronts? No, it was double backs, man. It was scary. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, were, that looked pretty gnarly, and you also. Uh, you, 
smallest double flips. back, smallest double back I've ever done in my life for sure, man. <laughs> and in the dark oh, with just... lights and flashing fireworks, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, here we just go. Just sling them out there. Yeah, trying not to sling, but yeah, sometimes you just, <laughs> that's the way you had to do it. And then yeah, we got yeah, the, that was always the thing. We would do. Sorry, go ahead. We did the tour. I did. I went to Australia with those guys, and so we too we we do the shows every weekend. And then maybe we'd go around to like, we went to Cam Sinclair's farm one day and hit the foam pit. We were all yeah. like, they, they got me to backflip. I backflipped a mini bike in and then, and then backflipped a full size, full size bike in. It was a pretty rad experience, man. It was like, so. How would you compare the two? Because like, honestly, when I tell people that, that a backflip on skis is probably the easiest thing I ever had to learn. Yeah. It literally it's, just took the balls to do it, to get it down like I don't, i've never not landed a backflip yeah on and, skis it's really easy i know because everything's attached to you and but on a dirt bike have you tried one on yeah. a dirt bike i haven't i uh i get i get a little sideways here now and then and uh i don't know who would back me up on that but uh <laughs> yeah up inverted not so much yeah it you know man it's really it's it's a backflip is such a such a natural motion especially for a bike yeah it was like i when i figured out just to squeeze the bike with my feet you know, I had issues, yeah. like, my first couple, I ended up coming around, like, in a Superman, you know, like, I hit that, mm-hmm. I jumped in on my third one, maybe, on the pit bike, and the, instead of being in second, I was in third, instead of third, mm-hmm. I was in five, I went way too big, man, went, like, into the oh. back fence of the foam pit, <laughs> so Uh-oh. sketchy, like a Superman, and the rule is you don't <laughs> let go of the bike, so. <laughs> but that's not the easiest thing to no feel. kidding, especially like when this big this big machine is uh, attached to me. I want it away from me right yeah, now. Yeah, but if you kick it away and it lands on top of you, you're like, it'll kill you in the foam pit. So you can land upside sure. down, just as long as you're like attached to the bike, you know. But anyway, yeah, yeah then the, I, I it, hopped on the hopped on the 250, and it was it's all just technique, man. It's like you have no throttle at the beginning of the ramp and full throttle at the top. That's what Jolene told me. She's like, guys, here's how you do it. No throttle at the bottom, full throttle at the top, and just pull. And it really is. That, like, that, it comes right around, man. Yeah, like uh, knowing knowing the like the basically the idea of, of traction and all that, it actually makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Like, uh, and w- once it comes around, it comes around. Like uh, the the uh, the idea of doing a backflip, even well, maybe ten years ago, it was pretty pretty normal. But fifteen years ago was just absolutely bizarre on, Earth, yeah. on a motocross bike. And, uh, and nowadays, like you have guys like Chris Foster, who's uh, actually from BC, uh, he can do a backflip off of something about three or four feet tall. Like he just kind of yeah. comes up to it, da, 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 yeah. Yeah. and it comes around, no problem. And uh, yeah, as far as skiing goes, like uh, once you have the set, you just kind of like, you, I, I've seen some of the most laid out, lazy backflips in the world come around, no problem. Or I've been, I've seen uh, evil, uh, done a backflip where you literally land about two feet away from where you took off from. So I know. Eh? Yeah. yeah. I, I love backflips though. Me honestly, too. I don't, I, I don't know why they're, they're just, just to like goof around and like huck them backwards. Like that's, that's, it's always fun for me, but just an awesome um, trick, man. let's, uh, let's dive straight into our first segment of the, of the evening. Uh, the tech one designs, tech one designs, they do everything, uh, gr- uh, 
custom for graphics. If you need a set of graphics for that 92, you want to get your dad a brand new set of graphics, they'll definitely hook hook you up. Um, but this is word association, so I'm gonna get I'm gonna run down. I think it's 10 words altogether, uh, and you think you give me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Yep. Perfect. Okay. Metal militia. Uh, the sticker. Fair enough. Uh, Sandtrack. Sandtrack? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Sandtrack. Track in the sand. Track in the sand. Fair enough. Uh, Squamish. Squamish. Think about the rainforest and the mountain bike trails. Dirt bike there trails. Uh, Cam Sinclair. Uh, real crazy double back on a dirt bike. Uh, powder day. Powder day. I think about just face shots, man. Yeah, yeah. Big, it's pretty the, much air to, uh, landings, landings, it's landings into powder. Fast. Yeah, for sure. Oakley goggles. Ah, the air brake. The air brake. Uh, gainer flips. Best feeling ever. <laughs> Matchstick Productions. The good old boys. Uh, Nitro Circus. Uh, the good old boys. Whistler. Whistler. Think good times, man. Great history. Um, switch double back. <laughs> uh, I don't really remember how that went down. That was uh, Whistler. Yeah, uh, no, I remember. And... I remember. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a blur. It's a very scary moment, I guess. No, just great Stoke, man. Such a sunny day. I just think about a long in run and a really scary step down. You know what I think about about that day is Eric Eric Jorlison. Because he's the one didn't, that didn't, didn't you have to call your mom before you hit that job? I didn't have to call my mom. It just turned out that my mom called me while I was sitting on the top of the in run and I had a mic in. And my boy was down there filming me with his HD camera and he was listening to the mics. So he could listen to the whole phone call. He thought it was hilarious. So he started filming it and ended up in the credits of the movie. That's awesome. I, that's on it. It's just yeah. like, yeah. I don't that's even how know that happened. I was like, it. you put that in the movie, you guys. <laughs> my mom's like, well, you know, don't do anything dangerous. <laughs> yeah. And then it turned totally. out. I'm only a freestyle skier, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Good time, uh, man. The, Eric Jarlison, he gave me the jump. He gave me the jump. Did he? What, yeah. uh, what did he, did he just, did he straight air? Straight air, air straight air, but it was like, we, we like, <laughs> we probably speed checked that thing. I probably personally speed checked it 15 or 20 times before I hit it. And my, everyone wild. else did too. And Yorlison finally sacked up and hit it, man. He's badass. No doubt. Like, uh, that guy will charge just about anything. Eric Horlison, for those who uh, don't uh, don't know the freestyle skiing world too much, absolute uh, hard charger, especially in the uh, the backcountry. Uh, and the last one, El Ferns, for, the, uh, for those Whistler listeners. El Ferns? What is that again? El Ferns, that's uh, one of the the local hotspots in uh, in Whistler. Oh yeah, good times, good times, good times. <laughs> right on, and that is the Tech One Designs Word Association with Roy Bushfield. All right, time to pay some bills. Here's some commercials, 
as well as a couple other ones that I dug up from years to the past. The crossbar, I really thought it would be tough to, to learn to ride without it, but man, I adapted. I really like it. Never experienced anything bad with Pro Taper, and that's, that's the truth, not just because they're a sponsor. It's the truth. I've never had a bad experience. That's one thing Pro Taper is uh, known for is their bars not bending. Patchy Adams over here got me hooked on the Pro Tapers. I rode his piece of crap bike, and the only thing I was good on it was the handlebars. So I was like, hey, I'm getting a set of them bars, buddy. I love the product. It's re really good stuff. So, do you like stuff? Or possibly things? How about a huge selection of motocross and street bike gear from apparel brands like Troy Lee Designs, Alias, Icon, and power bands every single color you can think of? How about 25 years of custom suspension and motor service for a full service shop, all of which you can find at Capital Motorsports? Mention this Big MX podcast to receive a VP gas can with Spout for only $40, as well as 100% off your next set of motocross tires. Just kidding, we can't back that up, but ask for about it anyway. Check out Capital Motorsports at 157 St. Anne's Road, Winnipeg, Manitoba, or call them, not so toll free, at 204-237-6686. Make your way down to Westside Honda Polaris and check out the brand new Honda Grom. Honda's revolutionary 125cc fuel-injected mini-moto ultimate weapon. A must-see for all motocross enthusiasts. From the Grom to the usual suspects like the CBR600RR, CRF450R, Westside Honda Polaris of Suffolk, Manitoba has you covered. Check them out on the web at westsidehonda.ca. Call toll-free at one 888 482-7782 Motorcycle racing Motorcycle racing has always been about men and machine becoming one from the mud, sweat and physical punishment of motocross to the 180 miles per hour asphalt ballet that is MotoGP. Since 1963, Alpine Stars has been protecting the world's best racers. I'm Roger DeCosta, and racing is my life. Uh, moving on to some of the questions I've ha I also had. Uh, you, you currently ride a, f uh, uh, a two-stroke, obviously, Kawasaki 252-stroke, the O2. Um, is that, uh, like, you, you prefer two-strokes over four? Yeah, I just prefer my bike, man, because I'm so used to it. I ride Trans yeah. a little bit, or I rode it the other day a little bit, and uh, it's nice, man. It's such a nice bike, but it's a whole other beast, you know, to get used to. I would like to step into one of, get a bike like Trans and then get a timber sled set up as well. Yeah. Get into that a little bit, man. It seems to be a pretty awesome thing to do, man. I haven't been on one, but it looks so damn fun. Well, uh, you, you're, you're also uh, quite... Um quite well versed in, in uh, ripping sleds uh, out in the mountains as well. Have you uh, done any uh, pretty big hits out there on the sleds? Well, a little bit, man. My sled's getting pretty old, but when I first got it, I guess I hit some, you know, some cliffs, some little 
little droppers, but nothing like Treadway or anything, man. It's like some fun times, yeah. though, for sure. <laughs> sending it, sending yeah. your sled, having your sled in the air is pretty awesome. You have so much more control over it than a dirt bike with your tracks, like the brake and the track yeah. makes a big difference in the sled, man. You like hit the brake no and the like start front flipping. <laughs> No kidding. Yeah, it's got all that gyro, spe- uh, yeah. the gyro effect from the, exactly. the big uh, everything exactly. spinning in the back section. So uh, I also know that uh, Mike Riddle, who uh, had the pleasure of water ramping uh, with when I was uh, skiing as a junior, uh, he also rides dirt bikes. And uh, yeah. if the two of you uh, had to line up uh, for a moto uh, at uh, neither one of your favorite tracks, who's who'd win? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a tough one. Riddle's a badass. But he's, he, you know, he's a conservative bike rider. I'd like to think that I could ride a little faster than Riddle. <laughs> I don't know if he'd argue with me. <laughs> Fair um, enough. I, 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 I'd like to have the two of you out. That'd be fun. I, yeah, Riddle's such a badass, man. How sick was his pipe run? It was incredible. Just to oh. get the honor to dirt bike with that guy. Pretty sweet. No kidding. Let, never mind ski with him. I'd be pumped to ride dirt bikes with him. But yeah. no, his his uh, he's so nonchalant about his uh, his pipe run. Like literally everything, just like oh, I'm just gonna ski up to this wall, double, ski yeah. touch the ground. I know. Just hit man. this next wall, so switch, good. double. Like uh, I remember watching him uh, practice. He was just doing a training run at uh, Canalipic Park in Calgary, and uh, he his his he did the entire run switch. Like he didn't do any actual airs. He just dropped in switch air to air. Like just never was forwards for one single moment during the whole run, and went massive the entire time. It was just Sick. like you're gross. Yeah. Um. Uh, do you have any sponsors that uh, from skiing industry that have hooked you up with some moto goodies along the way? Just Oakley, really, man. Grips and yeah. gloves and goggles and I guess, uh, yeah, yeah, that's about it, man. As far as moto gear, I got some old moto yeah. boots that I bought off an old guy. I Fair suppose enough. I could I could try a little harder, <laughs> maybe do better, but no, man, not really. Just Oakley. Just Oakley's hooked up Oakley hooks you up gear. with some air brakes. Uh, oh, yeah. we, 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 our, 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 our show sponsors, the X brand goggles. And I understand you haven't tried them yet, so you don't know, but, uh, I know you've been, uh, you've been an Oakley guy since, uh, well forever. So, uh, I respect that. I, I, uh, definitely had a few pairs of crowbars back in the day. Yeah. Um, that's, that's honestly my favorite goggle from, uh, from, from Oakley. But, uh, um, You'd mentioned uh, to me earlier that uh, you're a big fan of uh, of just some sick whips out there, like uh, oh. like Whip Wednesday happens tomorrow. It's a it's a phenomenon in the motocross world on Instagram. I, I highly uh, uh, suggest you look it up on Instagram. Oh, tomorrow. I do, I do. I follow yeah. Bamberg. Bamberg's got the best. There we go. Going. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like, uh, have, like, do you get a little sideways on the bike at all, or? Does your air sense from skiing allow you to uh, get a little uh, like more uh, creative on the bike at all? Or for sure, man, a little bit. There's times where I get a little whip going, but you know what, dude? I've never really dialed in a sick whip. To be honest, man, I wish, I wish that I could whip like some of those boys, like Jared McNeil's whip. It's like, oh my yeah. god, man, Hanson. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw a whip. I, I thought for sure Buddy was dead. 
like, it was my friend. Yeah, Lance. and then he brought it back. And yeah, like, and he, so he like came ripping out the out. We couldn't see the landing. He came ripping out the out. I was like, really? Like, what? What even was that? <laughs> so amazing, man. Now I'll have to uh, after we hang up. I'll, I'll I'll text you a video that I had from Dustin Cantrell uh, when I was down in uh, California. He he uncorked this whip that I honestly thought he was about to die, and then just brings it right back. And I've seen some guys do some whips, and I, I thought this was just spelled curtains for him, but it was pretty ridiculous. Um, who's your favorite freestyle guy right now? Uh freestyle guy probably I don't know boy, a guy like Adam Jones pretty badass man Jones killing it I like his style who's your favorite uh, my favorite um, I'd have to go with uh, Mike Mason Uh, he's um, he's speed and style gold medalist a bunch of times over in uh, X X Games he's uh, he used to do a lot of arena cross racing so uh, he kind of crosses over yeah for sure Um, again you said you don't really uh, follow the the Canadian stuff at all but uh, if 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 you're not doing too much uh, at some point during the summer, there's uh, there's a, a national race in Kamloops, which I guess isn't too far from uh, from where you're at. Yeah, I should go check that out. Right in Kamloops, eh? Yeah, Kamloops, uh, BC. I think it's the second week, maybe third week in June. Second week in June. Yeah. Cool. Second week in June. Check it out. But. Um, Let's uh, let's move into some of our fan questions. I uh, I uh, surveyed a few of our fans to uh, to submit some questions, and they did they did so for me during uh, this afternoon. So um, I'll move into them right off the hop, and these are brought to you by uh, Westside Honda out of Selkirk, Manitoba. Westside Honda, where you can find the CBR one thousand RR, the four the uh, CRF four fifty R two fifty R, as well as their mini bikes. Um, these curious questions, starting off with the first one from Taylor Friesen. Uh, what's the scariest moment you've had on a bike or on skis? Scariest moment on a bike or on skis? Uh, well, I've been buried in an avalanche skiing. That was a pretty damn scary moment right there. It's the silence and stiffness. and like always thinking that you'd have the ability to swim out of that, swim out, you know? Yeah, you, really, yeah. You know, like dig your way out, but you don't. You would yeah. never take your way yeah. out of there. <laughs> That's a pretty scary moment, man, for sure. Could you like you probably couldn't even see down there at all? Like it's just black and oh, just pitch black, man. And you're cemented, so I could pretty hmm. much. A, my sister used to tie up the top of a sleeping bag and to stick me in there and tie the top up. A little bit of a claustrophobia issue, man. Getting buried in an avalanche isn't the greatest feeling. Oh wow. <laughs> Uh, what about for moto? No avalanches involved there? No avalanches involved for moto. Probably that barbed wire fence, dude. That moment when I saw that, you know, I was probably going 100K, painting it at the fence, and I just, like, that moment that I saw that the fence was closed, four wires, you know. I, like, had that moment to think about, like, I remember somebody telling me about, like, you know, getting one side of the barbed wire breaks and it gets on your neck, and it's like dice as you open, man. That's how that goes down. Like one side breaks, not the other, and so it was like as you go through, like pulls. Anyway, that didn't happen, man. I like ducked down, broke off, snapped all four wires, was like tangled up. Just that moment before I hit that fence, and that was a long time ago. But okay, well, it, it, if you can remember it that vividly, it was a pretty scary moment because yeah, uh, yeah it, there's only one way you can remember something that uh, that vividly. Yeah. Um, Kevin Solarchuk asks, who inspires? 
your freestyle skiing style? My freestyle skiing style is inspired by, you know, these days, I think it's inspired by a lot of things. Back when I was a kid, it's inspired, it was, you know, just watching J.P. Eau Claire, J.F. Cousin, you know, Jean-Luc Broussard, these guys, Jeff Tatham, you know, just incredible skiers, really. Scott Schmidt, those guys from rap films, watching those backwards, and then, yeah, when, when State of Mind came on. Vinnie Dorian, Cousin, and J.P. Eau Claire basically just set the bar, you know. They let let people know the 1080s. You know, it's been inspired a lot. You know, inspired a lot by Sarah Burke, man. Inspired yeah. by by everything that she did, you know. There's Absolutely, endless, uh... endless inspirations. These days I look to guys like Sammy Carlson, man. Like I try to ski okay. with guys like that because they're just so stoked on skiing and just so incredible, you know. Really, yeah, well, like, really uh, Sammy. Awesome. Sammy takes the right out the the right attitude to the ski hill. Like uh, he just yeah, seems like a, he'd be a fun guy to rip around with. Totally, uh, and he always yeah he, uh, he just charges. Yeah, he always has been too, man. Like I met that kid who was thirteen years old. I remember Greg Strokes and like, should I hook this kid up? <laughs> like that kid is so stoked on skiing, dude. <laughs> like definitely. no doubt, and that's that's yeah. that's a good vibe to be around. Like you want to yeah. be around people who and in, in, uh, have have fun and uh, and and are make, make the uh, like it's, it's a fun atmosphere at the hill to begin with. But when people add to that, it's even even more special. Um, Richard Thomas asks. Um, if you had one day to go skiing and one day to go riding, where would you go for each? One day to go skiing and one day to go riding. Where would I go for what? Well, like, where would you go for e- like both of them? For like, each. Uh, skiing? Would... Oh, I'd head straight for, you know, can I choose the weather and the, and the condition? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is a perfect day. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I just had probably to my backyard here in Squamish and I'd have a helicopter and a bunch of my yeah. good friends and tag the lines in, in BC here. And if I was to go yeah. dirt bike, I'd go dirt biking anywhere, man. I'd probably go down to like, I don't know, down to like Arizona or, or Utah or something. I'm actually going to go to Kamloops this weekend. I've never really ridden desert, man. I'm going to go check it out, man. I'm going to go rip around and run over some rattlesnakes. Solid. Hopefully you don't. I uh, hope you don't run into uh, too many and uh, and get bitten or anything like that. <laughs> Me too. Uh, if uh, if you were to buy or Chris Christian Christian Smith asks if you were to buy a brand new bike, uh, what would you get? Brand new bike, man. I'd probably get a. I'd probably get likely what Tran has. To be honest, I could get the Timberstead. Yeah. But maybe not, man. I'd probably go back to a Kawasaki. Get a big old cow, you know, a Kawasaki 450 or something. Get an, yeah. get an upgrade and get the timber sled. Photos bike. Exactly. I think you got to stick with that thing's been so good to me. Kind of true to, you know, true to certain companies like that. And I love, I love the Kawasaki's. They make sick. Oh, uh, we're on the same page there, my friend. Yeah. Uh, my dad got me a KX when I was 11 years old, and it's been that way for the last uh, 14 years. Yeah. Um, Final I've question. Always been a, of, I've always been a fan of the RM too, man. Secretly. Yeah, oh yeah. That's strong. Oh yeah. yeah. No, you can't can't uh, can't uh, knock the uh, the Suzy Q. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, the the yellow bikes are strong. But uh, Chris Mellon, my my co-host, asks, and he, and uh, I had to I, sh- I had to show him the segment for him to wonder this question. 
who is Mike Wilson and why is he so crazy? Mike Wilson is a human, a different kind of human. He's uh, Cal- from California. And uh, he's yeah. just crazy from, I think he's just born crazy, man. He doesn't have that, you know, his his idea of, of realistic is just completely not the same as anyone else's. And he's not that, he's very calculated and not that far-fetched in his own way, you know. He just doesn't see, like, he's a super inspirational guy. He doesn't see a limit, man. He doesn't He doesn't say no, you know. He say ask why not, kind of. That's, that's why he's so badass. Like, why couldn't we do that? And he does do incredible things. Nails it, man. He's a pretty awesome guy. Old Mike Wilson. Jim. No kidding. Yeah, he seems to have a, an adverse uh, case of adult ADD, especially when he's looking for stuff to do on skis. Um, yeah, I, I, I would venture to guess he'd pretty much, pretty much try just about anything uh, to, uh, to prove a point that it can be done. So, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, do you still stay in catch with a lot of the guys that you skied with uh, with the Matchstick crew? Yeah, I do, man. I do run into a lot of those guys a lot, man. Adam and I are good, good buddies. And nice. Old Yorliston, James Hahn, man. I love to hang out with that guy. Yeah, man. Sick, sick. Lots of, lots uh, and uh, so are you, you're planning on coaching the entire, uh, the entire summer, like uh, all the camps that are available with Momentum this year? Yeah, I'm not going to coach the whole summer. I'm going to coach about half half of the sessions, man. Definitely go and coach the, the girls' week. And, nice. Uh, yeah, man. Just be a part of it, dude, and just ski. You know, ski the glaciers. It's so fun. Those sunny days in the glacier, big slushy jumps. Good times, yeah, man. Hitting jumps, you know, just getting in the air. It's never, never anything wrong with it. Yeah, it's like uh, you've clearly you have a passion for that. You like to get in the air, whether it be on the bike or the skis. Um, where do you think that all came about? I don't know, man. I think I was just born with it. I've always wanted to. Ever since I had a trampoline, you know, and then skiing and dirt biking, I blew my knee skiing. I I went and got my pilot's license, and that's been <laughs> just amazing too, man. Being able to fly around, I just started jumping out of my plane a bunch too. <laughs> just. Just floating activities, man. Anything you can do to get that zero gravity. Totally. It's good. It's just good feelings, man. It's life right there. That's solid. Um, final thoughts. Like, I really appreciate you doing the, the, the Big MX show, man. We're gonna, I'm going to edit this thing down. I'm going to throw in some commercials, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll pay the bills that way, and we'll get the word out uh, on uh, one of my favorite skiers talking about his involvement with motocross as well as a little bit of uh, skiing in there too. And uh, hope hope the, the listeners did, a, did uh, enjoy this podcast because I sure d- uh, enjoyed talking to you. Um, like. Is there any like sponsors you'd like to thank, or maybe any uh, causes you'd like to get um, information out on? Yeah, man, there is. I like to just thank all my sponsors: Quicksilver, Oakley, sure. Nordica, man, the Bushy Wayne skis, and and yeah, any awareness that anyone we can raise with the Sarah Burke Foundation, man, is, is huge too. We're out there giving grants out to kids and getting them skiing and snowboarding into mm-hmm. action sports and. And helping out as Excellent. many people as we can, and helping St. Jude's Hospital. And so, you can check us out on uh, SarahBurkFoundation.com. And yeah, man. Other than that, that's about it. Right on. And if they would like uh, any, uh, if they want to email uh, the foundation, it's info at SarahBurkFoundation.com, or they yeah. can call one three zero three eight hundred. 
6433 uh, for any more information that, that they uh, they may need on that. And um, uh, I'll admit my, my last brand new pair of skis that I, uh, I purchased um, to, to do some coaching here in Manitoba were the, uh, the Nordica Ace of Spades, which uh, came out the year after your pro modeled ski, the, uh, the Absolute Zero. The bushy way. Oh yeah, the zero. Yeah, the zero. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, I'm sure you've had many, uh, many pro models, but that was one that uh, really stuck out in my mind, and uh, <laughs> I'd never had a, a, a zero cambered ski, so uh, I had to go ahead and get that. Nice man, nice. Well, check out the bushy wanes if you get a chance. That's the best power ski going. Sick. Things off. To uh, get, so get my hands on a, get my hands on a set. And uh, and head out to uh, to BC, and uh, I'll I'll be looking for some hospitality. By the way, yeah, no problem, man. Hit me up. Perfect. Uh, right <laughs> on. So yeah, I appreciate you coming on, man. It was a lot of fun. Uh, best of luck to you riding down in the Kamloops area uh, this coming weekend and the, for the the May long weekend. Um, yeah, we appreciate you having on, uh, giving us uh, an hour of your time tonight, and uh, yeah, best of luck to you. All right, buddy. Good to talk to you too, man. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.